Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. I'd like to welcome you this morning to glory way at the cross. Good to see all these smiling faces here today on these poster boards that I have in front of me. <laughs> and I'd like to say it today to all the mothers everywhere, happy Mother's Day to you. Hope you have a blessed, blessed day this day. Well, glory to God. This morning, I have a little short message for you. Uh, not going to be very long, so I'll start off in closing this morning. How would that be? That way to make it seem like that I'm up here for just five minutes or so. But I have... Uh, wrestled with this, with the Lord all week, this one verse of Scripture, and uh, God won. I looked at it, I've preached from it a lot of times, and many different messages in this one verse of Scripture, but I never saw this message that God gave me and he waited on it until this morning to show it to me. We're going to be in the book of Isaiah this morning, the 54th chapter and the 17th verse. And, uh, you probably know what that verse is. It's, it's such a common verse that we use all the time. But in the 17th verse of the 54th chapter of the book of Isaiah, says, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Now, I, I, I looked at this verse of Scripture. There's no telling how many times I have read this verse of Scripture this week. And as I, I, I read it over and over and over again, I, I looked at, talks about the weapon that's formed against it. It's not going to prosper. Talks about that, that every tongue that'll rise up against thee and judge me, he said, thou shalt condemn he said, this is the heritage. Um, the word heritage, and uh, looked it up in the Webster, and it says something possessed as a result of one's natural situation or birth. In other words, it's our heritage. We're born again. Uh, we become a new creature in Christ Jesus. So this, this is our heritage. And then he talked about <laughs> the righteousness he said, the servants of the Lord, he said, and their righteousness is of me. It's not our righteousness, but it's God's righteousness. And I looked at all that, and, and then the Lord said, Ronnie, we, we always stop there. Read the last three verses. And at the end of this verse of Scripture, it said, saith the Lord. So I want to use for us a message this morning entitled, God said it. God said it. This that I just read, he ended the verse by saying, saith the Lord. 
to emphasize that God said this. And if you look at this, it's exactly what God said from the beginning of this Bible to the end of the Bible. God said it. It's not what man said. It's not what Brother Ronnie said. It's not what any other preacher said. But it's what Almighty God said. And the Bible tells us plainly in Second Timothy that it was given by the inspiration of God. I believe that God breathed upon the prophets of old, and they penned this down just exactly as God told them to. So every word that's in this book, God said it. But it's whether or not we accept what God said. Now, God's word, he tells us very plainly, if you go to, uh, on the same page in my Bible, but in the 55th chapter, and uh, the 11th verse, he said, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it. God's word. It's not going to return void. It's going out there. And it's just like this message today. You can either receive this message or you can reject it. But those that will receive it, it will accomplish exactly what God said to Now God gives us, He makes us, He made us free moral agents. We can choose. We don't have to listen at it. We can say, uh, this, this is just word that man made up. We don't like Brother Ronnie May. We're not going to listen to him. Well, that's not going to make any difference. It's not going to affect God's word. God's word, God said it. And that's what makes a difference. It's whenever God says something. And this whole book, God said. God said. It's not Brother Ronnie. It's not some other preacher. But it's what God said. And it's up to us. God puts it out there. It's up to us to receive it. You can receive it today or you can not receive it. It's strictly up to you. But it's what God said. He he emphasized that to me. He impressed that so strongly on the last part of that verse in the 17th verse of the 54th chapter. Uh, I just, you know, whenever you come to the end of the verse and you see, saith the Lord, we kind of just read over that real quick and we don't really see a message in that. But I want you to know that there's a message in those three words. It says, saith the Lord. God said it. And that makes all the difference in the world when God says something. Now, as I, I look at that and I, I thought about back over in the book of Genesis, we won't turn and read it to save time this morning, but you can look back over in the book of Genesis in the first chapter, and I counted it up. If I didn't miscount, there's nine places where it said God said. The Bible says in the beginning, God. If we realize that it's God, it's God. It's God that created it all. He said, let, the first thing he said was, he said, let there be light. What happened? There was light. I want you to know that God's word's alive, and whenever we take it as God's word and use it as God's word, then we become life because there's life in his word. 
said in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. It's whenever we get to the place and realize this is God speaking, and whenever we read it and realize that it is God, Hey, it'll come life to us. It'll become a life within us. And I praise God this morning for his word. But it said in the book of Genesis, nine times, God said it. God said it. And every time when God said something, something happened. Now, God said every bit of this. Every bit of it from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation to every bit of it, God said it. In the book of Revelation, the 22nd chapter, and in the end of the Bible, the last three verses of the Bible even, it said, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. So we don't want to change this. We don't want to add anything to it. Because God's word's going to come to pass. You're going to have those plagues. Next verse. He said, if any man shall take away the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away, oh my goodness, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. My goodness, we don't want to take away. Don't want to take away from it. He said, and he shall te- and he which testified these things says, surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so come Lord Jesus. I want you to know that it's God from the very beginning in Genesis 1, 1, and it's God in the very end in, in Revelations uh, 22 and 21. It's God all the way through it. God said it, not man, but God. And whenever we take God's word for what he really said, and I got to thinking about that, and I thought about the different ones uh, in the Bible that listen to God. Now, you can look in the Bible at those that listen to God, heard what he said. They receive what God said that they would receive. I want you to know today that in this book right here and what God said that you can have whatever that's in this book that God said. You can do whatever is in this book that God says that you can do. And you can be whatever in this book that God says that you can be. How powerful this book is that we lay up on a shelf and never pay any attention to it. But I want you to know today that this word is alive and is just as alive today as it was the day that they penned it down and it will continue to be alive if God waits and tears until I'm dead and gone 400,000 years, it'll still be alive. He said heaven and earth would pass away but not his word. God said it, and that's the way that it's going to be. Glory to God. Whenever I think about that, but I think about one man, I think about Abraham. Oh, how I love to talk about Abraham. Abraham, the father of faith. Abraham, the man that believed God. In the book of Genesis, let's just read. We got time. I told you I wasn't going to preach very long, so we got time to read a little bit. 
in the book of Genesis, <laughs> the 12th chapter, beginning in the first verse, it says, Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get, now what do he say? The Lord said. Huh? Whenever the Lord says something, I want you to know that that makes all the difference in the world. Now, we can say that God said something and God didn't say it. Watch out. What did he say in the book of Revelation? We can't add to it or take away. It's dangerous. If we say something God didn't say. But here we have, he said, the Lord said unto Abraham, get thee out of that country and from thy kindred and from my father's house unto the land which I will show thee. And listen to what he said to him. He said, and I will make thee a great nation. And I'll bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. And I'll bless them that bless thee and curse him that curses thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. So Abraham departed. I like that. Hey, that's faith right there. Whenever God said something to him, he believed it. He, he, he just departed. He said, as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him, and Abram was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran. My goodness, 75 years old. A lot of times, maybe we get to 75, I'm not quite there yet, but uh, whenever we get to 75, we think maybe the thing's over with. Hey, it ain't over with. It's not over with till God says it's over with. God's the one that's in control. And just because we get old, that doesn't mean that we have to stop, we have to quit, we have to give up. I want you to know, as long as we in God, we're God's servant, and we read His Word, we're reading something alive, and it puts life within us. If you want to be alive, get into God's Word, get into something that's alive. Jesus said, I came that you might have life, and that you might have it more abundantly. And we just look over that Scripture and don't pay it any attention, but I want you to know whenever you get a little older, you'll start paying attention to it what God said it makes a difference if God had said it glory to God but he, he told him he told him Abraham he said I'll bless you you know what Abraham did Abraham wandered around at 75 years old he wandered around through the desert looking for a city whose builder and maker was God. He had faith. God told him it was going to be that way, and he began to look for it. He didn't give up. He didn't stop. He didn't quit. A lot of times the things don't happen for us that day or the next week or whatever. We throw up our hands and quit. But I want you to know if God tells you something's going to happen, you might as well get ready for it. It's going to happen and it's going to take place. I want you to know I've waited a lifetime for things to happen and God's told me it's going to happen and I'm ready for it. I'm still like Abraham. I'm still looking for it. I still believe that it's going to happen. It doesn't make any difference how many times the devil tries to come and tear me down he is defeated in the name of Jesus Christ the son of the living God because God's word says greater is he's in me than he's in the world and all I've got to do is latch on to what God said and it makes all the difference in the world in our life glory to God Abraham 
in the book of Romans. And I got to hurry with this short message. <laughs> Glory to God. But Abraham, I love the fourth and fifth chapter of the book of Romans. In the 16th verse of the fourth chapter, therefore it is said, it is of faith. I, I love that, that one, that one part of that verse. Therefore it is of faith. It is of faith. It's what we believe. It, we either believe this is a word of Almighty God or we believe this is just a book to sell. If you believe this is a word of Almighty God, it'll make all the difference in the world in your life. Uh, Paul told Timothy, well, well I'm going to just jump around here a little bit and see if I can find it right quick. Uh, I, I wanted to read that to you. Uh, I should have I just quoted it, but after I read that in Revelation, I want to make sure I get it right. I don't want to leave nothing out. I don't want to add something to it. But... Uh, <laughs> Paul told Timothy over in third, in uh, second Timothy, the third chapter and the 14th verse, he said, but continue thou in the things which thou has learned and has been assured of knowing of whom thou has learned them and that from a child thou has known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. He told Timothy, he said that you've known him since you was a child, the Holy Scriptures. Now let's go back over into the, into the book of Romans. He said, he said it's by faith in that 16th verse of the fourth chapter that it might be by grace to the end. The promise might be sure to all seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham who is a father of us all. He said, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Hey, Abraham was looking for a city whose builder and maker was God. God had told him what he was going to do, and he was looking for it. God tells us many things in this word, but how many of us is really looking for it? How many of us really taking it to heart and believing that this is what God said? And I'm going to hold on to it, and I'm going to believe God for it. He said, who against hope? Believed in hope. That it might become, that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Who against hope? You know, he didn't, have, my goodness, he was 75 years old. His wife was old. Sarah was old. Whenever they left out, whenever God told them that, they were old. But yet here he is, God telling him he's going to be the father of, of many nations. And well, my goodness, he's going to have to have some children to do that. Well, my, hey, you know, most people would have just said, well, God, we can't do that. I mean, we're too old. But they began to look. They began to go, and God told them that. And nearly a 100 years old, and all of a sudden, along come little Isaac. Why? Because God's word said that it was going to be that way. Hey, and here come 
the first one. Here come Isaac. And glory to God. We look at all the things that happened in Abraham's life, but who against hope, believed in hope. He said, 19th verse, he said, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, now dead when he was about a hundred years old. That's just what we said. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. How many of us believe what God has promised us? Hey, and not only believe it, but believe that he's able to perform it. He said, now it is not written for his sake alone, listen to this, that it was imputed to him, but for us also. Talking about us today. To whom it shall be imputed if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. Fifth chapter, first verse, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith unto this grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. My gracious alive, Abraham, Abraham. What Abraham, I believe God. He believed what God promised, and he received what God promised. At a hundred years old, are you willing to wait on God till you turn a hundred? Huh? Think about it this morning. Hey, God's able to do it. It doesn't make any difference how old we are. God is still able to do it. Listen to this. Here, here are some things that that, uh, that God promised us. Over in the book of Psalm, the 84th chapter, and the 11th verse, I just want to share this with you. God said this. He said, for the Lord God is a son. Hey, the son, I think about healing. Healing. You know, God said, with his stripes, we are healed. That's That's up to us to believe that. Said the Lord, God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. And and listen to what he said. And no good thing will be withheld from them that walk uprightly. Oh, no good thing will be withheld from it. And then in the book of Psalms, you know, everybody knows these scriptures. In the book of Psalms, first chapter, first verse. This is what God said. I didn't say it. Huh? Some theologian didn't say it. This is God that said this. He said, blessed is the man. That means women too. That walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. Oh, you love that word. You love that word because you know that God said it. Whenever you get to the place that you love God, 
and you love his word and you want to hear what God said. He said, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Boy, I like that. I like that. Whatever he doeth shall prosper. Who is, who is going to do that? Well, God said it. God said it. I didn't say it. God said it. God said so plainly that, that whatever he doeth shall prosper. How many like to prosper? Amen. Amen. I tell you what, it's always better to prosper. Always better to prosper. Glory to God. I think about all the things that God has said in his word. We can start in the Old Testament. He tells us very plainly in the Old Testament. He said, I'll bless you if you'll just keep my command. He said, I'll bless you. He said, I, I, I'll make you the head, not the tail, the lender, not the bar. He said, I'll bless you when you go out and I'll bless you when you come back in. That's God saying that. That's not me saying that. That's God saying that. He said, make you the lender, not the bar. Oh, how much better it is to lend than to borrow. Amen. Gracious alive. God said that. It's whenever we're going to grab a hold of it. You know, he said, with his stripes, I quoted a while ago, he said, with his stripes we are healed. How many of us are going to grab a hold of that? Hey, God said it. I didn't, it's not me saying that. God said that. He, he bore those stripes for our healing. Amen. Just for us. But it's up to us to grab a hold of and realize that God said that. We can go on and we can quote scripture after scripture after scripture. A lot of people that are supposed to be saved, they run around in condemnation all the time. But God's word at Romans 8 and 1 says there's no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. I want you to know you need to know what God said about something. God said that and in Romans eight twenty eight, all things work together for our good, did he not? God said that. He said if God be for us, who can be against us? God said that. So we ought to grab a hold of God's word. We ought to rejoice this morning. Hey, there's nothing that God cannot do in our lives if we'll just grab a hold of what God said. Grab a hold of what God said. God, for God so, listen to this, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Oh my goodness, how much God loves us. If you'll grab a, and then the next verse said, He didn't come into the world to condemn the world, but the world through Him might be saved. Oh, we can grab a hold of God's word. Uh, right there in John 10, 10, quoted all the time. Jesus said, the thief, talking about the devil, he come not but for to steal, kill, and to destroy. But yet people will grab a hold of the devil and his crowd and just love him to death. And he's killing them, stealing from them and killing them the whole time. But Jesus said in the last half of that verse, he said, I came that you might have life. And that you might have it more abundantly. I want you to know that uh, ever since I've been quoting that scripture, the enemy has come against me in every way physically he can. But I want you to know that I'm going to hold on to God's word and I'm going to believe God's word that greater is he's in me than he's in the world. Hey, God's going to take care of me. It doesn't make any difference what comes my way. Hey, I'm a servant of God. And the Bible says, Thus saith the Lord. 
Oh, I ended that verse of scripture with, thus saith the Lord. God said it. That made all the difference in the world. Glory to God. I'm so glad this morning that you tuned in. Hopefully, 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 I said this last week. We were not able to open this week, but hopefully they're going to turn us a loop and we're going to be able to get everybody back in church. Maybe this next week we're going to wait and see and listen and I'll let everybody know. But I am thankful for your words of kindness that you, you texting me and emailing me and, and calling me on the phone and telling me about the messages that's being preached. I am thankful that we serve a living God. He knows just exactly what we need and when we need it. Oh, praise the Lord. Let us pray this morning. Father, Lord, we give you praise and glory for it all. Lord, we magnify you that we serve a living God, a God that has given us his word. Lord, given us your word. You've spoken it to us, Lord. And Father, we have a copy of it right here, what you said. And Lord, I praise you, dear Lord. You didn't leave us here alone, but you sent back the Comforter, the Holy Ghost, dear Lord, to, oh Lord, to help us. The Lord, one called along beside us to help us. And Lord, I'm thankful this day, Lord, for our church. And Father, I'm thankful, Lord, for those that give and continue to give and help us keep the lights going and burning and lord i ask you father god to bless them lord bless my people of this church lord build a hedge round about them and lord for our children lord i pray for our little ones lord keep that hedge round about them we're going to give you the praise in the mighty name of jesus the name above every other name we ask and all of god's people said amen and amen